This podcast features three supposed adults who definitely use adult language. They're also supposedly writers who are definitely not procrastinating by making this podcast. Listener discretion is advised. to No Bad Ideas, the storytelling game show where we take the worst ideas from the internet and try to turn them into stories that are actually good. I am your first Bad Ideas host. My name is Gabriel Urbina. My name is Sarah Shackett. I'm your second Bad Ideas host. And my name is Zach Valenti, your third Bad Ideas host. And welcome, welcome one and all to the badness factory to (laughs) the pits into which all trash eventually finds its way. No bad ideas. Zach, Sarah, how are you all doing today? You know, it's a little swampy in this pit. We should really get a fan. No, 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 no. We want things to like, you know, (laughs) to mature to. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I think the word I'm looking for is uh, fester. Like, I think the the, the humidity and just kind of like the general grotto like qualities really help with the festering of the bad ideas. That's right. That's right. Uh, But we have one that is ripe. That's right. That's right. Yes, we have one or two, actually. And in case you are joining us for the first time here on No Bad Ideas, what we do is we scour the Internet for accounts of people having really terrible ideas, just very ill-conceived things that they did. And then we ask ourselves if we were given a prompt or a job to turn that bad idea into a good movie or a good book or a good television series or a good anything, really, how would we do it? in just 10 very, very short meetings. It is a rush job on that request. Minutes, not meetings. Oh my God, yes, excuse me, excuse me. If only it was 10 meetings. 10 meetings, luxurious. 10 (laughs) meetings, we would really be able to, you know, we'd order lunch, we'd, you know, hang out, we'd do some crosswords. That's future production, only great ideas. That's right, that's right, that's right. (laughs) But no, but for the 10 minute special, I have a bad idea for you guys. It comes to you all from frequent show correspondent Benjamin Swerdlow, who has sent us previous bad ideas. I have to admit, (laughs) when I glanced at this one, there was a part of me that went, I don't know if we should do this one. Maybe we'll put it in the back catalog for a little while because it's yet another entry in that tension with a parent at a wedding subgenre of bad idea. Sure, sure, sure. And then I read the details and I went, no, this is too good. This is or too bad, as the case may be. I, we, we have to do it. <laughs> we have to jump on in. Why not um, both? So let's jump on into this post. Here we go. The headline reads, am I the asshole for my reaction when I learned that my fiance returned my wedding dress and replaced it with the one his mom picked for me. Oh, no. Wait, 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 wait. Was it before the wedding? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh, no. I don't know why you would do that after, but holy God, (laughs) that is some uh, Freud fuel. 
I believe the technical wow. term is. <laughs> That's the episode title. We, we did it already. <laughs> and for the record, dear listeners, if you would like to read along with this, there will be a link in the episode description to this Am I the Asshole post. But let's jump on in. And by the way, this has already been, the verdict is in. It is certified with not the a-hole. The badge <laughs> is in place. Uh, so let's let's jump Maybe on into the Maybe married to an a-hole, but not the a-hole. Possibly married to an a-hole, but not the a-hole. So, my fiancé, who is a 33-year-old man, mm-hmm. and I, a 38-year-old woman, are getting married in December. Okay. His mom is the intrusive type, but overall, she's nice, and we somewhat get along. Okay. I hate to admit that wedding planning has been an absolute nightmare. His mom wasn't willing to agree on most things. And my fiance said that since he's her only son, there it then, is. <laughs> then I should respect and appreciate the quote unquote vision she has for the wedding and how it should be. She insisted to come along for wedding dress shopping. I took her with me and my mom and friends. I was so lucky to have found what I was looking for, but she picked a dress that she liked so much and said that, quote, she always pictured her son's bride oh, in it. Oh, God. Is, my is mom, this son, like, the only child? Does this poor woman have a daughter? Like, because... We don't anyway. know. We know it's the, the, the only son, but we don't know if it's an only child. So, my mom and my friends thought this line was very creepy. I do as well. I thought the dress was somewhat creepy and totally not my type. I apologize and I thanked her for her vision, but told her that I'd already decided on a dress that I had envisioned myself wearing at my wedding. I'm checking the notes. I'm checking the notes. She's the one who's getting married? She's the one that's getting married. Okay, okay, okay. Great. (laughs) She, as in her future mother-in-law, got all pissy because of it, apparently. Then must have told my fiancé because he came home in the evening about how I made his mom upset and turned down her help in choosing the wedding dress and excluded her from the process. I asked, what process? It's my wedding dress. So I really didn't get how she should get a say at all. He got upset and said that this attitude of mine isn't working for him or his mom. He said that I should consider the dress his mom wanted me to buy, especially knowing that, quote, both dresses weren't that much different anyway, like she said. But I told him, yes, they were different, like so much different. Anyways, We argued about it, and then we dropped it. But yesterday, I came home and found out that he had returned my wedding dress and replaced it with the one his mom wanted. I called him, and he was straightforward about why he did it, about what he did and why he did it, excuse me. I lost it and started screaming at him. Yeah. He asked me to calm down and really give this dress a chance. I refused to even listen. I screamed at him without giving him a chance to speak. 
He got home. We had an argument. I then went to stay with one of my friends, and he kept mm-hmm. calling and mm-hmm. calling, then texting, saying that I overreacted, and that it's his wedding too, so it wasn't cool how I screamed at him. He insisted I give this dress a chance. Hashtag he... give this dress a chance. <laughs> he went on and on about how his mom had a vision and good intentions and just wants what's best for me as her future daughter-in-law. Oh, no. My mom is livid and has <laughs> yeah. been wanting to go scream at him and his mom. <laughs> but my dad said this isn't worth ruining my relationships with my in-law. Uh, he suggested I think I, it might be. Yeah, you know? I think the relationship is a little ruined already. I think it might be. If by ruined, you mean fixed by erasing, maybe we're <laughs> right, 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 by cutting losses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My dad suggested I wisen up and go with the flow. Bad advice, dad. But is it too much for me to be able to pick my own wedding dress? It's not too much. Without being guilted about it, just to keep the peace. Her dad's been watching too much Andrew Tate. Am uh, I the asshole? What Absolutely the fuck? not. Her own dad's like, yo, yo, hun, hun. You just gotta, you just gotta go with the flow. Wow. At the end of the day, it's whoever wants it more. Yeah. And just like there's a quick edit in for some like frequently asked questions. I'm just going to rapid fire through these. The dress she picked was not crazy or, you know, like super out there or anything. It just was not the bride to be's type there. The real issue started during wedding planning. And there were other things like Mm -hmm. way too many things we don't agree on. But this quote unquote vision has been there for quite a while. I am paying for the dress like it's not like he got her money back and then put a card of his own for the dress like it was just like can i swap out this dress that my fiance paid for my fiance's dad is deceased so like there's not a dad balancing out the the groom's mom yeah oh here we go sarah he has no daughters this is her only son And finally, last frequently asked question, he is still persisting, which I suppose means that he is still pushing for just wear the dress my mom picked. And yet he persisted. Maybe like just by December, wedding December, you mean December 2025? (laughs) Just like... Just like give that shit some time because there are other issues that are being uncovered here. You know, cut to wedding dress is in fact a Barney costume. Like, like, what's the catch? <laughs> like, is it is it that the dad was like a clown lover in the suit? Like, is there no? Something? Again, they specify like the, the, it's, like there's nothing abnormal. Okay. It's just not yeah. Like not it's not like it's style. a dress made out of cobwebs or right, that has like a really like sinister design or A-line anything. Versus sort of a mermaid silhouette. Yeah. Like probably no. there are things going on with the shoulders and the sleeves that are different on these two dresses. Yeah. But she's like, it's a perfectly fine dress. Another person could get married in it and it would be fine right it's just not what i, I want. just don't want to get married in it. i who am the bride yeah yep, 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 yep. cool uh, all right i'm Good starting stuff. this 10 minute timer let's talk about how we're gonna turn this into a story i mean i don't know how we're gonna turn this into a story what i want to do what i think the world needs now honestly uh-huh. is like some people you, you know how like Los Spookies are like a group of people who sort of the, the HBO show who sort of do hauntings and, and spooky stuff to like solve people's problems. Yeah. We need like a version of that for weddings so that like this mother-in-law <laughs> can have her dream wedding with someone who looks like 
her son and her daughter-in-law and get to do everything her way and have her vision honored. And the actual wedding can can happen the way the people who are actually getting married want it to happen. Sure, 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 sure. So like you're talking like the A team for weddings. Exactly. Like, you know, when exactly. a wedding is going horribly awry, you call this number and this group of people show up. Probably not the literal A team, but, you know, like a, a squad. That would be very funny. But, you know, like a squad shows up that is That's like, right. we will handle this. That's right. And what they, they handle it by putting on a fake wedding that whoever is is being the sort of the problem friction point thinks is real. They get to have it exactly their way and have a great time. Can I raise you? Please. An Andy Kaufman? Uh, yeah. Always. Yeah, go for it. So, yeah. so have you have y'all seen Vanilla Sky? Yes. A long time ago, but yes. Yeah. So I, I, I can't say I remember much except to wonder if I was dreaming when I was watching it on cable. Th that that that's, is generally the vibe. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And so I'm just, I, I, I can't help but imagine the inception sort of acid trip version of this where it's like unclear to the audience at the jump that the events that are taking place may not be actually happening and that mm -hmm. it is basically a choreographed virtual reality for a controlling mom on her only sure, son's wedding day. Sure, they just put them in, um, whatever, what's the Assassin's Creed machine called? The Animus machine. The Ocula no, the Animus, that's what yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. the just, Animus. Just slap them in there. Um, yeah. And instead of experiencing past lives, they experience future weddings. Exactly. I, mean, I generally like where all of this is going. I think that season two of the rehearsal is going to be amazing once <laughs> wow. you incorporate all these things into it. Yeah, there you go. So no, like I'm a fan of all these things. I think that like my, I think the, the, the possible problem that I see with this, even though I am, I, I'm always here for a good con men that are not trying to steal loads of riches. They're actually right. just trying to steal like, you know, emotional catharsis. Like that is the mission. Like I love all the stories that are like that. Um, but within the reality of the story, there's still the issue of the groom probably wants his mother at the real wedding. Sure. So how do we square that? Yeah, then it has to be, it either has to be like a virtual thing where like you can have the wedding in real life and have like branching weddings like in the having like futuristic contact lenses in if you mm -hmm. want to experience the wedding a different way and so like it's all happening simultaneously uh, sure but, like the mother-in-law has like the contacts in so she sees the bride in the dress that she wants right and so as it's does kind of, the groom so it's like those um airplane things where it's like you know if you would like to see the bride in dress number one set your contact lenses to channel two exactly if you would yeah. like to see her in dress number two set your contact lenses to channel right. seven or whatever yeah right the and then we can have the vanilla disco. sky thing where like for when this is happening someone's contact lenses fritz out and they're suddenly having a very different experience um or perhaps seeing things that uh that aren't there or seeing more sinister things happening at this wedding you could get real trippy with it i'm generally here for it who is the main character who are we following i mean the most sympathetic person is the bride right um <laughs> However, I don't know if we want to have it from their experience or from like a practitioner's experience, like someone who is designing this branching wedding experience mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and maybe 
would have more insight, more knowledge of how how um, this particular conceit works. But I think it's one of those two. I don't think we're following the mother-in-law around. I mean, I'm just saying it's a real shame that there's already a movie that is titled Mother! Exclamation point. I know. Because a... this, this, yeah. this is the real movie that deserves that title. <laughs> I mean, you could still do it. You do mother question mark exclamation point. Ah, sure. Go. Boom, boom, boom. Mother and tarot bang. Mother and tarot bang. Absolutely. But yeah, I think it depends on kind of where we want to take, like if we want it to be sort of the heist where the goal is emotional catharsis, I think we follow. This the is your four minute warning. Up. Great. I think we follow the people who set this up. If we're doing something that's a little bit trippier and a little bit sort of like layers of reality stacking on top of each other and starting to blend and like what's mm-hmm. real and what's not and like what is commitment even like uh, and then it's an exploration of like, should these two people actually be getting married to each right, other? Right. Then I think you follow the bride. That is that is my instinct there. Cool. Zach, does either path call out to you more? Um, Not. And, and, you know, you can sort of see both working. Let me rephrase. This is your three minute warning. I'm looking <laughs> uh, for an executive shit. decision. Yes, yes. Uh, we follow the bride. Cool. All right. Brilliant. All right. Excellent. All right. Eyes wide shut. It is. Uh, Wonderful. <laughs> so it's trippy and hallucinogenic and kind of, you know, like, wait, wait, what is the reality? Where is the end of it? And there's maybe even kind of like an element of... Like um, that Michael Douglas movie, The Game, where, you know, you think that you're going through this virtual reality experience and then you take the headset off and you're like, okay, now I'm in reality. But then weird things keep happening happening and bleeding in quote unquote reality. And so then you have to kind of, you know, you make it through the door and like you open it up on a stage and you're like, okay, now I'm in reality. And it just kind of keeps going. You know, it's it's fake worlds all the way down. That's right, because you have to get to the honest truth truth of the relationship, which takes going, peeling away all of the sort of artifice and fantasy. And, you know, there's there's the line blurs between what we've arbitrarily decided is real and what isn't. And it can get, you know, to a very magical, realist place where like something terrible seems to happen. But in the next scene, they're all fine. And like, you know, it can have a lot of like sort of head fakery. Right, 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 right. She has the therapy session where it's like, and how did it make you feel that, you know, you had the dress swapped on you the day before your wedding? And then it's still not the day before the like it, we haven't yeah. actually happened. It hasn't happened yet. Right. Like there's right. like the calendar kind of keeps changing. She mm-hmm. keeps like, you know, like the amount of time before the wedding sort of is elastic and sort of expands and contracts in unpredictable ways. I really like that. I like that, too. Yeah. There's Man. 40 seconds remaining. How does it end and or what is it called? Everybody dies. Is that an, what is, is that an answer <laughs> to which one of my questions? Yes. <laughs> I was going to make a don't worry, darling no, joke, no, no. but this is better. <laughs> 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 no, I, th- I think uh, it, it ends in that sort of um, inception place where we... It's not like whether you find out what's real and what isn't, it's that you stop caring and you just kind of embrace where you are. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. A- and it is... You find the relationship that is real regardless of whether it actually is or not. And that is time. Mother and Terabang coming this Mother summer. Mother and Terabang. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, well done, guys. Well done. That was a that was a very good place to run with this Oof. very strange story. Leave him. 
get out. Yeah. That's what I have to say about that. Love yourself. Overwhelmingly, that is Reddit's advice. They are kind of like, this should be making you reconsider whether you want to get married to this person. Like, this is very strange and alarming. Maybe what? Maybe period. No, absolutely. Well, let's ponder matrimony for a second. um, And we will be back with more bad ideas after this break. Hello there, Zach Valenti, jumping into this episode with this brief reminder that we have an active Patreon page to support the production of No Bad Ideas and all the other crazy worlds we're building behind the scenes. To check that out, scope the sweet rewards we offer for monthly subscriptions, as well as how to sign up yourself. Head on over to nobadideaspodcast.com support. Once more, that's nobadideaspodcast.com slash support. If you already support the show, we so appreciate that. And regardless, thank you for listening. All right, let's get back to more No Bad Ideas. Well, we uh, have just come out of the other side of contemplating marriage. Uh, I, believe. I think we came to some we very sol- yeah, solid conclusions. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't think that there's anything left, any ambiguity left there. But anyway, I, I, have a, I have a bad idea, guys. We yeah. don't need to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Let's, let's, let's focus. Like, eyes on the prize. This That's is right. a show where we talk Been about bad ideas. That. So, uh, dear listeners, if you would like to read along with this article, uh, it will be in the episode description as well. This comes to us from the L.A. Times, Mm. Um, although I spotted it on Twitter and it's kind of been making the rounds. But I liked the headline for the L.A. Times article. So fair play to them. That's that's the one I'll read. Yes. The headline reads, this is not your captain speaking. Moans and groans are taking over some flights PA systems. Oh, no. Is it moans and groans of people joining the Mile High Club, as it were? This is a great mystery. Oh, God. Is it hacked (laughs) Alexas in the sky? (laughs) Possibly. I I will leave that to you guys to theorize. But let me let me read the article. It began almost as soon as he stepped onto the plane as Emerson Collins, a film producer and nonprofit director, boarded his American Airlines flight from Los Angeles to Dallas on September 6th, a bizarre noise from the plane's intercom system flooded the cabin. A loud groan, or was it a moan, laced with pain, or was it pleasure? It was difficult to discern. Quote, it was either someone's unfortunate food poisoning in the bathroom or like someone with an uncomfortable approach to personal satisfaction, Collins said. Literally, it was halfway between an orgasm and vomiting. Passengers seemed confused, but also amused, he said. But by the third guttural outburst, Collins (laughs) joked to the flight attendant about the pilot asking, 
is he okay? Now, wait a minute. Is this pre-takeoff? Is this mid-flight? I'm sorry if that was already said. I'm no, just no, no. This detail. was almost as soon as they got onto the on plane. On the plane. All right, yeah. right. So we're still like the door is still open. Door, uh, potentially. I think sure. the door might be closed, but I don't know that they've made it into the sky yet. Okay, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Flight attendants announced that there <laughs> I, was... It's not too late to leave the haunted plane. Well, it might be. <laughs> It might be it might be too late. Flight attendants announced that there was no cause for concern and that the sounds were not coming from the crew. But then it happened. That seems like the magical sentence to cause concern. Yes. That seems like a thing scientifically designed to cause concern. But then it happened again just after takeoff and several times after that. Mm -hmm. For the first half hour of the flight, the noise returned every two to three minutes, Collins estimated. So he took out his phone and began recording. Many people were snoozing and some had slipped on their headphones. But Collins, delighting in the hilarity of it, wanted the full experience, he said. That's a real movie producer move right there. It's true. It's true. (laughs) At one point. A flight attendant comes over the PA in, in the video he shot saying, ladies and gentlemen, we realize this is an extremely irritating sound coming over the public announcements. The flight deck is trying to troubleshoot, trying to turn it off. So please be patient with us. We know this is a very odd anomaly and none of us are enjoying it. Ugh. The captain reassured passengers that whatever was going on was not affecting the flight operations, Colin said. Well, that's but good. He channeled his best Nancy Drew and made his way to the bathroom a few times, slowly walking the aisles and looking for signs of mischief among fellow passengers. No one looked suspicious, he said. The video has been retweeted and liked thousands of times since Collins posted it to Twitter on Thursday. Bradley P. Allen, a technology executive for Manhattan Beach, couldn't believe what he was hearing when he stumbled across the video on Twitter. He had the same perplexing experience during his American Airlines flight from John F. Kennedy Airport to LAX in July. Interesting. On Allen's flight, the noise happened only a few times. Upon the second instance, people seemed freaked out, he said. Some passengers hit the flight attendant call button. The crew made an announcement, allaying concerned, but it stopped as quickly that it has started. Reports of similar noises on more American Airlines flights. This one from John Wayne Airport in Orange County to Dallas on September 18th also made their way to, tw- to Twitter. American Airlines has said it has so far investigated the John Wayne to Dallas flight, quote, our maintenance team thoroughly expected the aircraft and the PA system and determined the sounds were caused by a mechanical issue with the PA amplifier, which raises the volume of the PA system when the engines are running, said Sarah Janet's a spokesperson for American. Janet said the PA systems are hard- hardwired with no external access and no Wi-Fi component. The airline's maintenance team is reviewing additional reports. Janet did not respond to questions about how many reports it had received and whether the reports were from different aircrafts, which if you have been on Twitter, they were. (laughs) As Collins flight near Dallas, he said he was sort of vaguely disappointed that the noise had stopped. We had to get like one big final blast right after touchdown just for the comedic resolution of the adventure, he said. So this is what I have for you. Weird noises that may or may not be mechanical faults in nature, but weird noises while you're trapped on an airplane. I will put 10 minutes on a timer okay. and let you guys go. 
So here is where my mind goes. Okay. There's an old Monty Python joke about a game show called Blackmail. That was the show where the audience at home paid the show instead of the show paying them because they would do things like, you know, oh, we have obtained incriminating video footage of like someone and we're going to let it run. And it doesn't become clear who it is until like the third minute. So at any time, whoever is in this video, you can call us and, you know, pay us the money that's on the screen and we'll stop the video. But the longer that the video runs, the more pounds you'll need to pay us. And it starts like with like 500 pounds. And then for every second, the video runs towards the mark where it becomes clear who is doing the naughty thing on the screen. Mm -hmm. The pound counter keeps going up and up and up and up. So kind of taking that and then being like, how can we turn that into an Alfred Hitchcock thriller? A man is flying somewhere with like, not just his family, it needs to be something where it's like, it's him, his wife, their kids, mm -hmm. and his wife's dad, who is also his main business partner. Like there needs to be sort of some like real stakes, like um, multiple people that would be angry with him right. on multiple levels. So he's like going to some sort of conference, but it's like at a beach, so it's doubling yeah. his work and vacation kind exactly. of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. So like yes, yes, yes. his his father-in-law who is their main investor is there, his mm -hmm. business partner who like used to have a thing with his wife, yep. but like yep, yep, they're yep, yep, yep. cool question mark. Yep. Like all of that. Yes. And this man has been naughty. He's been having an affair with oh, someone. No. Um, also on the plane? Okay. Uh, could be, could not. I think that okay. in the original version that I was thinking of it, not on the plane. Okay, cool. That's fine. But there, then sure enough, you know, like this sound comes on very briefly before takeoff. Mm -hmm. And everyone is like, that's very strange and odd. And then once they get in the air, it comes on through the loudspeakers again. Mm -hmm. But it's a little bit further and a little bit longer. And it gets just far enough for him to hear something that makes him ah. realize that it's not just any moans it's, his. it's him on that's that right. tape that's right and we then cut to the flashback that we sort of then get you know like the full experience of what was causing those moans and we sort of realize that a couple of very specific cues are coming up that will identify him right and then of course that's when the flight attendant shows up and is like you know sir you've been requested to turn your you know headphones to channel 13 to continue with the channel metaphor for this episode and so that's you right. know he click 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 clicks and then on channel 13 is that voice that sort of tells him we know what you did we will reveal it unless you follow on, these very specific exactly yeah, yeah yeah unless you follow these very specific yeah. set of circumstances please use your hands in him hijacking the plane and taking oh, yeah. it somewhere yeah and so then the movie is kind of him sort of following the instructions while trying to stop while trying it to solve it yeah, yeah. And I think that like the real coup is that at a certain point, he just kind of goes like, no, I've had enough. Like, I don't think you actually have anything. And he refuses to follow the instructions and all of the like personal screens for everyone on the plane turn on and like just for like a couple of frames show something. And then it's kind of like, all right, motherfucker, you know, you want to play ball? We We're going to play, play hardball with you. Yeah. 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 It has to be like, is the secret the affair or is the secret, I think, something darker that happened within the affair? because that's like, a great just, question just so, like i was sleeping with someone else and like my family an immediate circle and like 90 strangers are gonna find out about it at a certain point when you're in an airplane and like they want you to storm the cabin like at a certain yeah. point you're like have at it 
have at it, my dudes. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, so I think it depends. If it's Joel Olstein, the like, you know, family friendly, oh, like sure. globally Someone recognized Christian broadcaster, then I think yeah. it can just be the zero one, like you just like are having sex. It's obviously not your like public, very public betrothed. You're yeah. compromised. If it's like shock jock extraordinaire, then it has to be like more nuanced, more like this is a gotcha moment with specificity and teeth. Yeah. Right, right. Oh, man. I had the really tragic thought. I was like, is a sex scandal enough to take down a gospel of prosperity <sighs> preacher anymore? I don't know that oh, it is. Yeah, the answer seems like, you know, like my magic eight ball, I shake it and it's like all signs point to no, unfortunately. Yeah, but I but I like that idea of uh, Zach, of, of someone with with a public profile that like would normally maybe take a private plane, but for whatever reason, they, the they plane was to... out of service. Yeah, Oops, they, we had to reroute you to like this other plane. Yeah, yeah. no, I guess you yeah. got to fly commercial. Yeah. Like, yep, 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 yep. yeah. And that way you can really play up, even if they're sitting in first or, you know, that sort of like weird intermediate section that isn't first, but isn't economy. <laughs> the economy like, plus or whatever. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. the discomfort of air travel, like this can be a person who is really not thrilled to be on this plane is already having uh, a no good rotten very bad day. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I know. And kind of for all these reasons is why I think it's important that it not just be, oh, your wife is there, but also like your wife's father, who is the primary investor in yeah. the thing that has been your life's work, like someone that, you know, it's not just, oh, your marriage will talking. fall apart. It is your marriage will fall no, apart. your life. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you will be kicked to the curb by this. Even better if he is also, you know, yeah, like someone that has been a politician yeah. that is, you know, like really riding that wave of, you know, we need to get back to family values and we need to get rid of all these, you know, perverts that can't keep things in their pants. My God. And then it turns out that he can't keep things in his pants. Three minutes, by the way. OK, I don't know how it ends. I don't know where it goes in terms of like, does he actually? And I also don't know if the people that are doing this to him are on the plane or not. Yeah. I mean, I think there's probably a double agent on the plane, but there's probably an infrastructure off of it as well, because, you know. Is it just money that they're after? Mm, unclear. I, I Unclear. My instinct is revenge that this is you know, some someone who the spoiler, there is no way out of this situation. This is about watching this person sort of scramble and making them disgrace themselves um, on this airplane. So so it's personal. It isn't yeah. where the ultimate goal is to grab the plane and fly it to the deserted islands where the political dissidents are like if that happens. Great. But the ultimate goal is either you will do this and then be an enemy of the United States because you've done right. something against their political interests or you won't do it. And then we get to not just reveal all of this, but also reveal it in a way that you feel that you brought it on yourself. And exactly. Like, so I it's think win, it's win sort of, for us, the evil evildoers. That's right. Like it's a Hans Gruber situation of like we're couching this in in specific language to make you think one thing. But actually, yeah. it's another thing. Very mm. fair. Very fair. Hmm. OK, cool. 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 I like that. One minute five. 
Who's in this? Hmm, that's a great question. Harry Styles. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson could be the bad guy. Or Liam Neeson could be like the the, the father of his wife. Definitely the father. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just playing on all that taken baggage. He's like wearing a suit and doing nothing threatening. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we all know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harry Styles just sweating, looking over <laughs> Liam Neeson for 90 minutes. Yeah, Let's be I like real. That. 240 I like minutes. That. Yeah. I love um, that. Any sense of what this is called? Um, we've had so many plane related things lately that we feel that, that a lot of the titles are gone because like Red Eye that Zach suggested for a previous plane related one would also be, I think, very Jet good for Coo. this one. Oh, oh, wow. Incredible. I love that. That's great. JetBlue, get at us. Yeah, will, yeah, that, that brand of content. Yep. No, and you know how you do it? You make it so that the only way to watch this movie is by watching it on one of their flights. Yeah. That's the only place that it's screaming. That's right, baby. Yeah, wow, you the wanna, product you wanna, integration is strong yeah. with this one. You want to get you want to get Harry? You want to get Liam? Come on, come on, get on the flight, baby. Has has that ever happened? Has anybody ever done that? I don't think I don't think so. I don't think movies it's so. are too expensive to just put them on planes. Not this movie. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> we could do the audio drama version. We could get hey. Harry and Liam in to the That's studio. Right. That's right. That's I right. It. Okay, I think I know which pitch we need to we need to work on next now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, well done, you guys. Uh, wow. But, but now I'm also like follow up. Like, where is my ten part investigative podcast that? answers what the heck these sounds were seriously and like, like who was watching porn on their iphone and just left the aux cable half connected to the idea that it happened that I could in multiple find. flights too yeah please no this is the, the best that i could find there was a there was a big law it was much longer than this la times article which is why i didn't read it but like the theories that have been going around is that to do with the specific type of plane that only american airlines has mm. that it may be related to like the medical comms system which is separate from the pa and that someone someone could patch into that because the reason that they have that is like if someone is having a heart attack and they're still like four hours to shannon they put a headset on and a medical professional will coach a flight attendant through like trying to save someone's life on a separate pa channel interesting and the 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 most compelling theory i think that's out there is that somehow someone broke into that system to do what question mark wow i think that this is a very good super tech support episode that never happens yes yes Yes. r.i.p yeah yeah well uh, on that somber note uh thank you all for listening and tune back next week for another episode of no bad ideas This has been No Bad Ideas, produced by Gabrielle Urbina, Sarah Shackett, and Zach Valenti. Many thanks to our patrons for their partnership in making this show happen. And a special shout out to our idealist members, Jennifer Schneider, Rena Sarame, Jeffrey Felsher, and Dia. Today's episode features music by Statesher and Jazar from freemusicarchive.org. You can support the show at nobadideaspodcast.com slash support. And if you love this show, please leave a rating or review wherever you listen and share it with someone you love. 